You're listening to Great Mother Speaks. Great Mother Speaks. I am Great Mother, Holy Spirit, Yin, Divine Mother, Cosmic Moon, Deep Space, the Moon, Dark Matter, the Void, the Black Hole, Atar, Isis, Diana, Mommy, Ishtar, Kali, Mammy, and Mother Mary. Welcome to Great Mother Speaks. I'm Tammy Taylor, your manifestation muse. And today we're talking about part two of the message to the meek is a continuation of our discussion about the purpose of the veil we incarnate beyond upon birth. The purpose of that veil that keeps us from seeing our lives before it our soul, and how it operates, how it functions, why we're here. We just kind of are born past this veil, and all we know is what we are told from that point forward. So this is just a little message that I've been streaming through my consciousness from Great Mother for some time and decided to share. So here in part two, we continue our message to the meek. You're listening to Great Mother Speaks. Once we consciously align with our divinity identity, being dearly loved children of the Great Mother Father God, who are never judged, condemned, or left alone, we have taken on in a self-loving way the instructions to the disciples, which is to proclaim liberty to the spiritual captives, to proclaim joy to those in the bondage of fear, and to heal others in accordance to the will of God. Now, how do we know the will of God? Well, through knowing who we are. And so, if we just know that, we know the will of God. The great mother, father God say that we are dearly loved. Whether you believe it or not, whether you feel like you've experienced it or not, that is who you are. Now, are you going to say, well, since I don't know it, it can't be, and have that experience? Or say, well, since I don't know it, and I believe that it's true, I'm going to ask, I'm going to communicate, I'm going to have a spiritual practice that I will engage in this communication, in this dialogue further, like any scientist, like any divine child, God or goddess can do and does on a daily, daily, moment-by-moment basis. So why not do so with awareness? Because this awareness will take us to being a dearly loved child who is never judged or condemned. Never. There's no way you could be judged or condemned and be dearly loved at the same time. First off, that's a contradiction. I don't care what your religions teach. It's a contradiction. 
You can't be dearly loved and then judged and condemned at the same time. You can, as all existence is, express your experiences you choose in whatever frequency comes up from that is the karma that comes up from it. That's what you're going to do. And so, again, we can either do it with awareness or we can continue with this ignorance is bliss thing until we don't want to experience that. There's never any judgment or condemnation. Whatever you want to do, you want to judge it good or bad. If that makes you feel great, fantastic. But the spiritual teachings are constantly saying that this is about energy. What you give out, you're going to get. Now, there's a bunch of other stuff heavily laden on top of that, but you have to go through your own experiences until you get to a point where you realize what's true and what is not. In the meantime and in between time, you just recognize what you're resonating with and honor that. That's what Saturn wants to know. That's what that root chakra wants to know. And to evolve from that root chakra through the chakras up to the heart, you are allowing yourself to realize, although there's no judgment or condemnation, there are consequences for my actions. How I feel about something is experienced as a powerful energy, but the karma is not recorded until I take action, until I put some yang on it, which is what Saturn is all about. Saturn is that yang powerful energy that incarnates us, and the energetic exchange for us to have that intensity of power bestowed upon us to incarnate. You know how much power that is? It's incalculable. How you say that? Incalculable. In exchange for that, Saturn, Satan, is looking at the watch as soon as you come out the womb and clocking it. Okay? Somebody's standing there. And I don't care whether they're looking at a watch are they looking at uh, the sun, the moon, and the stars? Satan sitting there, incarnate, recording that shit, recording it from the beginning to the end. You want a stopwatch. Now, realizing that you're a divine child who has carnated, who's dearly loved, whether this incarnated rooted experience as a child or whatever feels like it or not, as you start to confront your desires and you're getting what you're getting or you're not, you're not, as you establish how you feel about yourself and self-esteem, gut chakra, processing emotions about what's happening in your life and this and that, that and the not, to realizing, okay, finally as a divine child, I am never left alone. That's heart chakra energy. That is breaking through. That's when the kundalini starts to... um, It starts to swivel. You know, it it has a little... um, Has a little turn to it. It has a little uh, swerve to it. It starts to swerve. um, Not a little bit, but a lot. And... um, It has swerved before, particularly at the first incarnation and the second chakra desire, and all that has its curve to it, but that swerve that it starts to get on is at that heart chakra. 
and that heart chakra breaks it open and that's why we have the arrow through the heart symbolism the heart has to be broken in order to open and that is a simultaneous process and it is activated by the awareness of our divinity that awareness comes usually with MDT with realizing that you deserve better that is the first beginning to crack of the heart when the heart begins to hurt and you realize I could be treated better than how my mother treats me this is unacceptable it breaks your heart to admit that to yourself that's the first crack and the next crack after that is okay so what am I going to do and we marinate on that for a long time because it takes a while to go from gut chakra feeling good about who we are I'm a divine child of great mother father God I deserve better than this I don't feel dearly loved in this I feel shame I feel blame I feel guilt I ain't feeling no dearly loved that's my mama but uh no I want to now experience feeling good about myself I want to experience loving myself whether even my own mother loves me or not despite even that experience I want to be purified in self-love so that it is great I want to evolve in self-love that desire breaks open the heart even more telling ourselves the truth about that owning that is extremely heartbreaking and when we tell ourselves the truth which is what integrity is integrity is not just telling the truth integrity is telling ourselves the truth and when we tell ourselves the truth about how we feel slowly but surely as we adhere to that and remain aligned with that, we begin to see that we're feeling better about who we are. At first, we feel pretty bad about who we are because all the guilt and all the shame and all the blame points toward us due to our own self-judgment and self-condemnation and the judgment and condemnation of others once we begin to assert our sense of self-value. So it comes from all directions, which is why this is the realm of soul guardian and guardianship. This is where the angels really come in. And this is where we really start to get a lot of guidance from our ancestors because we have come through this DNA line with this particular operation of our neural nets, of our DNA, of everything that operates, how the filter, the veil of this experience operates. That's DNA. That's the placebo. That's the setup. But the truth 
of the outcome is reliant upon us. We ultimately decide the outcome whether we realize it or not. And this realization is really something that is only achieved through intuitive communication, that consistent relationship with spirit, the development of that intuition, and the guidance that you're going to need from people like me and people like other coaches and people in your family who have good insight and that normally can't tell you nothing, but they're the people that have a higher insight at least than you do. They got lead, you, you recognize them as having at least higher insight than you do. Not because of they are materially successful, but because as far as that yin inner stuff, they have some insight to it that you know you don't have and that you need to get. That type of guidance is going to help you develop your intuition. Books, you know, blogs, Instagram uh, channels, however you want to do it. YouTube videos. It's all out there now. No excuse, okay? And get better at your inner communication because you're going to need it. You're going to need it in order for you to feel connected to your soul. You can talk about it all day long and try to avoid doing the work that's necessary to have this confidence you know, um, that we are all lacking. And this is why we lack it, is because it doesn't exist without the rebirth. Now, there are a lot of things in this realm that masquerade as confidence, but let's be clear once again. Self-esteem is feeling good about who you are. That's gut chakra. Any general of an army can feel good about who they are. Any child who is the tyrant of the family can feel good about who they are. And any humble servant that shares of his or her gifts, services, and abilities can feel good about who they are. But let's be clear. That's gut chakra. We're talking heart above energy. Fifth chakra, throat chakra, ear, nose, throat doctor, smells it hears it, tastes it, speaks it, that intuitive signal comes through the third eye and it immediately expresses through the gut chakra just below it. And that gut chakra is where self-confidence exists. Self-confidence is feeling good about what we do, what we speak, what we hear, what we smell in our environment. Smelling symbolically means what we sense is going on in our environment. How strong are those intuitive vibes? Well, if they're not strong enough to achieve self-confidence, there's some more heartbreaking, there's some more release, there's some more truth-telling to oneself that needs to happen in order to earn the karma that will give you the balance sheet to say, okay, 
Okay, okay, okay. The truth is, I really do feel completely deceived by everybody in my life because I have deceived myself into behaving and accepting what is less than my divinity. Uncle, Uncle Saturn. I was born into that. That is the veil that I've been living from and I've been seeing life from. Uncle, 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 uncle. Okay, okay. You can let my arm go now. I got I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Fifth chakra, Mercury. Mercury is the son of who? Jupiter. The wise one. The wise one is the second chakra, the sacral, the sacred desire. And that sacred desire connected with the heart is our light at the end of the tunnel of the heartbreak. We get back to the desire. We get back to the original agenda. We get back to what we thought we had forgotten, what we thought we had lost. And there is joy and there is celebration and there is a reconnection. And we are being asked once again to release old ways that we heard things, old ways that we spoke things old ways that we sensed our environment as being unsafe, as being a place that would not support me. I release old ways of speaking to myself, to my heart. I release the filters that allowed me to consistently and persistently be enraged, triggered by this pain of not being loved by my mother. And so how do I do this? How do I do this? I've come this far and I've done so much and I'm so tired and I've worked so hard. How now do I do this? Do, 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 Yang, Mars. The gut it's processing all of this. The emotions, the IBS, the intestinal bowel syndromes, the diverticulitis, the this, the that. Colon operations, this and that, colonoscopies. We're trying to coerce this process that we have to consciously go through. And the kundalini that is activated by this awareness of our divinity creates physical discomfort. The ancients have spoke of this. They have spoken of this in the Vedas. They have spoken of this in the Torah. They have spoken of this through all of our um, healing modalities. You know, ancient Buddha texts have also spoken of this process and the story of Jesus Christ, the crucifixion, the giving up of the identity of Jesus, Joseph's son, 
son of Mary as we knew them to die to that identity and along with that they died to that identity and were reborn as he as we joint heirs of Jesus Christ are also reborn how by sacrificing the sacred cow of that ego identity Yes, I am Tammy from Kansas, born into a very loving family that allowed me to see and experience the world and supported me in that. And that also taught me that family is everything, even at the expense of yourself. I was married to someone that they approved of in that philosophy. And when I activated my kundalini, it was through the integrity of owning the fact I was not experiencing love in my marriage because I was replicating the lack of love I was feeling in my relationship with my mother. At that time, my MDT developed during my marriage when she became an alcoholic. I think she was observing the same patterns in me and that is her way of processing. So for me, my processing was to recognize, okay, my heart is breaking, why is this happening? And to go deep within myself. I also indulged in alcohol and other vices as well. It is a simultaneous process. It's DNA and RNA. It's yin and it's yang. You know, we find a balance. And that's why Great Mother talks to us about clarity. When we have clarity, the reason I cannot engage in dialogue with her in relationship is because there's no clarity. The imbalance of the alcoholism does not allow for the clarity that's necessary for the light to shine through that relationship. So it's just toxic. The kundalini awakening and me realizing that through the process of realizing my desires of my life had been theirs. This is not to say it was a deliberate agenda. This, again is never about judgment or condemnation, even if it was. But it is about recognizing that. And recognizing is about being aware of our divinity. And that we are never judged and condemned either. The more compassionately we see others, like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz, the Scarecrow, the Lion, and the Tin Man, these unusual characters the more compassionate we can be with others who are who seemingly are so unlike us but yet are various aspects in ourselves and we know that because we are all divine that means we all come from the holographic field so whatever house is activated in your cosmic calculus compared to mine or not we fit into this divine order that allows us to eternally evolve. Whether I'm seeing you on this end as my mother, or I'm seeing you on another end as my nephew, 
or I'm seeing you on another end as my guru in a spiritual school when I am at a frequency that moves so rapidly it cannot be observed in the physical realm. However I'm experiencing you, the density of this MDT soul contract is turning on the buttons that are saying align with your divinity. And your divinity is based on how you feel loved. That is the first evolutionary lesson of the soul contract. It is the desire to evolve in self-love. The second evolutionary purpose of Mama Drama Trauma is to evolve in spiritual independence. That is that personal integrity. That's why it says only God knows a man's heart. How can we know our heart when we're afraid that it's always going to be wrong, that it's always going to be judged, that it's always going to be not enough, that it's not going to know what it needs to know, that it's going to be dumb, that it's going to be always falling short? How can we ever see or feel God's love? If we can't even accept that it shows up as being our number one fan, great mother, father, God. They want us to own our birthright of being healthy, happy, and whole. And they know our heart. They know our soul contracts. They know the veils that we have and the struggles and the challenges that we have as spirits coming into this dense physical form in order to do it. They know it better than we do. So again, how would we then be condemned for it? This is the teachings of the Great Mother Speaks Oracle deck. And Great Mother Speaks readers are people that are using the deck as a tool to connect with that divinity on a meaningful and consistent basis in order to let go of the mother that we want in order to accept the one that we have. That is the rebirth. That is the regeneration that comes through the self-love and spiritual independence that says, I own my relationship to Great Mother, Father, God, and I know it is an evolutionary, that it grows, that it changes, that it evolves. It is always expanding and contracting. And I am always guided, as long as I choose through my free will to stay in touch, to stay aligned with it, I always know where I'm going and how to handle what's coming up and how to get there. I'm always given that when I need it. It takes time. It takes as much time as it takes. And the journey is such a lovingly exciting journey that we can sometimes forget that that's where we're headed. And it can also be experienced as 
an overly challenging journey to where we forget where we are headed. And we are headed toward embracing our divinity identity so that we can embrace the mother that we have, which is the mother of all mothers, great mother. She is also our mother's mother. She is the Holy Spirit, the still small voice, the comforter that Christ left in his stead when his physical body was released by the soul. So we are constantly, just like our big brother, Christ, releasing, always releasing. And we still haven't gotten over his releasing of the physical body. You know, we're still wanting to hold on to what was instead of how this Christ consciousness has really evolved in this world and how we are experiencing this Christ consciousness. You know, are we experiencing it in ways that make us feel loved? So Great Mother is about feeling emotions, our intuition, that yin energy, being the inspiration for the action. The first 14 days of the lunar cycle and being the receiver of yang energy in the second half of the lunar cycle and receiving that yang energy being the inspiration of the lunar cycle is great mother energy that occurs right after the full moon. The final 14 days of the lunar cycle, great mother is inspiring the release of all that does not pertain to the culmination of light the full moon just exhibited. The full moon was a culmination of insight and balance, clarity, and confirmation of great mother, father, God, love as highly as it could be expressed with regard to every aspect of our lives, with regard to every house in the chart being activated. And that house that's activated at that time, be it a Scorpio full moon or Sagittarius full moon that's coming up in the astrology, tropical or western, depending on what you go on, it's in either of those, that energy being culminated for you in a way that supports your sense of divinity. Not just being loved, but being dearly loved. The phase after that full moon is going into more of an energy that is inspired by great mother to let go of what does not make you feel dearly loved. We're not talking just about love. We're saying dearly loved. Just precious. Just the most precious thing. Incalculable treasure. Stardust with a consciousness that is evolving and that is guarded and protected 
it's so precious. And just swirling through the cosmos, having this experience of divinity. And opening up this consciousness after the full moon with the sense of releasing whatever doesn't support that. Whatever does not support this feeling of being dearly loved must be let go. And whatever house it's activating, whatever sign it's in, it's being supported. And exactly the kind of let go needs to happen in relationship to your moon sign. And everyone has a different moon sign. If not, everyone has a moon sign that's in a different nakshatra, that's in a different pada in the Vedic astrology. And to the nth degree, there is an energy that is consistently supporting the release of shame, blame, and guilt. The veil that has kept you from your heart and heart above consciousness. This is that third eye alignment that says, I am now downloading the intuition that allows me to consciously look at this lifetime with the assistance of others that know a little bit more than I do about this and whom I resonate with to help me gain a clearer understanding of how to get from where I am to where I want to go. What are my soul's gifts, talents, and abilities? What are my soul's perceived limitations so that I may align my free will to support the release of those even? Third quarter moon energy, which is complete release of those things. And to wring the towel out even more, we go to balsamic energy. Both of those moon phases have a specific suit in the Great Mother Speaks Oracle deck. Third quarter moon is its own suit that has to do with the universal laws. And Great Mother, Father, God are expressed equally with third quarter moon energy. It's half moon energy of release. And so the laws are set up in the universe in order for we for us to release any and everything that does not serve our divinity. And so we have these experiences of what does not serve our identity because as the balsamic moon wanes into full inspiration from Great Mother to release what no longer serves us, it begins to, in the new moon, be activated by the sun in order to do what Great Mother has inspired it to do now that it has released the old. Now that you've released what no longer serves your divinity, the seed is being planted in the first half, 14 days of the new lunar cycle. Now what you going to do with this new moon energy, with this new moon in Gemini Cancer, which is the new moon of the eclipse, July 2nd, resetting the whole stage of how we going to do this. Why? Because now the sun and the moon are making love. Great Mother, Father, God are together 
full moon, they are on opposing sides of the earth, illuminating the lesson of the previous cycle. Here at the new moon, the seed is being planted. The love is being made for the dearly loved child. The love is being made from what it has learned from its previous evolutionary cycle. And this seed needs sunlight in order for it to be grounded in the earth. It needs rain. It needs emotion. It needs spirit. It needs focus. It needs focused attention. And whatever sign that new moon is in is a clue as to where the support is specifically coming from. And specifically with a solar eclipse, the support is always the ultimate release. It is the reset button, the purge, the volcanic release. So get ready to use these supportive energies and look at where you are now and where you want to be after this release. And tune into the support that's available to you for this release. This is the message from Great Mother to the meek. Remember, as always, Great Mother loves you, and I do too. You're listening to Great Mother Speaks. Great Mother Speaks. I am Great Mother, Holy Spirit, Yin, Divine Mother, Cosmic Moon, Deep Space, the Moon, Dark Matter, the Void, the Black Hole, Atar, Isis, Diana, Mommy, Ishtar, Kali, Mammy, and Mother Mary. Welcome to Great.